Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Between Me and God, a podcast where we are passionate about teaching you how to truly grow your relationship with God, a relationship that you build not by way of your mama, your pastor, or anybody else, but a relationship directly with you and your heavenly father. And so we thank you for tuning in. We are on part three of a three-part series called Create the Space. And today we are going to dive into filling the space. Last week, if you had a chance to join us, we discussed the process of decluttering. This process is a laborious process, but it is very necessary as we are drawing closer to God and allowing him um, space to speak to us this year. And so we talked about changing our heart posture. We talked about repentance and surrendering. So definitely want to check that out if you didn't get a chance to hear it, because today we're going to talk about filling that space. So you're going to need to know how to declutter in the first place before you get into this one. But before we dive in, I definitely want to invite you to join Women Who Will Ministries. You can find us on the website, womenwhowillministries.org. It is an opportunity for you to download free studies. They are topical Bible studies um, where you're able to truly get an understanding and um, apply scripture to your daily life. Um, There's also an opportunity to join in community. We are all about community. And so don't walk this walk alone. Don't don't go through this journey thinking that you have to have it all figured out um, and that you need to do it all by yourself. And so we offer virtual community where we dive into the studies and we have a variety of leaders and God is continuing to bring us new leaders as well. So definitely want to open that up for you. Also, the Between Me and God devotional journal, where you're able to track your daily prayers, give thanks. There's an opportunity for you to record sermon notes in there to journal your dreams and your thoughts and to truly vent to your father. Um, There's also a planner in there as well where you can schedule out fast and keep track record of praise reports throughout the month. So definitely a great tool for you as you are drawing closer to God this year. All right. So now let's dive into filling the space. We are at part three. Y'all been rocking from the beginning. Okay. So today, excuse me. So today, now that our house is cleaned, who and what will we occupy it? This place is where we have to be very careful. It is in this place. It is in this clean house that we have to be very careful now not to get back in all that clutter and mess. And this is why I mentioned before when I got my closet cleaned that now I've been able to upkeep it because there's an actual system in place. So prior to getting someone to actually professionally organize it, I was always falling back into, okay, I'm going to clean it and then it's going to get right back in the same type of mess, if not worse, because now I didn't just got lazy. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so like we have to have a system in place to ensure that our place stays clear for God. So that's what this is all about, creating space for him. But this is where we have to be careful because now that is cleaned out, it's very easy for you to just be present. You don't know where to move. So it's just you there. And it is in this place where it is very easy to become self-righteous. Self-righteous. If you find yourself in a place where you're giving God your track record, you're telling God everything that you've done, then it's that that's kind of indication that you never did actually allow 
him to fill the space. You allowed your good deeds. You allowed your works to fill the space. So now there's only room for you. God, I did everything. I did everything that you said. I read my word. I've been going to church. I'm serving in the church. I've been tithing in the church. I stayed pure for you. I wasn't in them clubs. I wasn't out here living my best life. I did everything that you said, but you still didn't come through for me. You find yourself in that place. Look back in those places where you feel that disappointment, where you're feeling burnt out. Look back in those places and see that maybe you filled that space. This is why it's so important that we get into the steps of, of, of how we fill the space because the alternative is self-righteousness and you don't want to end up in that place. We don't want to end up in that place. Because when you clean your space and you get to you get to pointing out everything that you've done for God, God is like, okay, that's cool and all, but you still want your plans. You still haven't surrendered to mine. You still have your will. You still want your will to be done. You still want me to bless your mess. I done told you to leave that relationship. You still holding on to that. So you've you've cleaned the space. But now it's still just you and everything that you want. So let's get into how we're going to fill the space now. So this is the this is the segment where we get the notes out and make sure we got everything down. Because the first step in filling this space is going to be establish your faith. Establish your faith. Hebrews 11:1 one says the substance of things, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So you have to establish your faith in Christ. If you establish it in anything else, it won't stand. And so this is so critical at this point, now that we have cleared the space, because now it's time to check the foundation. Before we start bringing things in, We need to make sure that it's established on the rock and he is the rock. So if your faith is, isn't established, then ultimately you finna end back up in that same clutter. You're going to look back after a little while and it's going to be little mess at the little mess at the little mess. And then you're going to look and it's back a full house of mess, full house of mess. You are made righteous by your faith. That is what puts you in good standing with God, not your works and all these boxes that you can check off your list for the week. (laughs) Not any of that. You have to be grounded in your faith. And the Bible warns against what a person looks like who's not grounded in their faith. James talk about you're, you're like a you're like a wave in the sea, just getting blown in any direction. There is a reason why. Why in, in your armor, the shield is the faith. And what does the shield do? It blocks the fiery arrows from the enemy. So we know that the weapon's going to prosper. 
I mean, no, my bad. <laughs> we know that the weapons going to form. <laughs> They're not going to prosper. And so with or without your shield of faith, that means that you are going to be under attack. But with your shield of faith, you can block some of those. So when you aren't established in your faith, you're literally making yourself subject to attack. There are some things that we can avoid. There are. In life, we know that there's going to be some mess. There's going to be some storms and all of that. So if we already know we got them inevitable storms and those inevitable things that are going to attack us, why would we not want (laughs) to use the very thing that can block some of it? Some of it. (laughs) You know, you be in them times where you're feeling like, Lord, I've been here from every direction. What's going on? Get that shield of faith. Block those flames. Don't be tossed any which way because them storms are going to come. And I, I believe that it's in this place where people can easily get into these different occult practices and things like that. Because if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And so if you're not established in your faith, when somebody comes talking this stuff that make a little bit of sense to you, because you don't know what the word says, you don't, you don't, you're not grounded in what, what, um, in what the actual word says about certain things. You can hear something from somebody and that sound good and you latch onto that. So boom, you blown that way. But then when that attack comes, you getting hit all upside your head. And so then somebody comes and tells you something else. And boom, you blown that way. So you just going any which way. That's what he's talking about with the waves. You just blown any type of way. You just out here existing. You're not grounded or anchored to anything. So it's definitely important that as we create the space for him and we've gotten all that mess out the way, establish your faith. If you're in a place where you were rocked, you dealt with extreme disappointment, you knew God was going to come through, you was putting your all into it, go back to that place and reestablish your faith, reestablish your hope in him. Get your eyes off of that particular situation in which you're dealing with and look towards your father, which leads to the second point, the second step of get to know your father. Once you get established in the foundation, you get established in his, in his promises and the things that he, he has said belong to you and you get established in that now get to know him. You get to know him in your word. You get to know him in the time that you spend with him, you and him. It's great that you, that you listen to a good sermon. It's great that you listen to this podcast. I hope that you are blessed, but you need to go get at your daddy feet. You and him. And as you're reading how you can get to know him. And this is, this is, this is what happened for me when I got, when I first got into the word where I acknowledged that, Lord, I know I need to get in your word, but I don't know where to start. I've said it before. I was, I told God straight up, it's a lot going on in this Bible here. And I be getting bored. You're going to have to direct me. I'm going to need the desire. And he did just that. Ain't no point in, ain't no point in me lying to him. He knew I'd be bored when I was getting in that word. I didn't know where to go. I didn't have no direction. So what helped me to have direction and kind of flow through the book was I would have, I would have questions. I'm reading stuff and I'm saying it was something I particularly remember. It was, um, I felt that it was harsh that Moses did all of that, but he couldn't see the promised land. So I had to make a note of that 
because I need to learn God's character. I need to understand his wrath the same way I understand his love. I need to understand how he operated in the Old Testament in the same way that he operate in the New Testament, because it's not that it's a different God, but it's understanding the fullness of him. And so a lot of people were hurt by the church because you were only taught the vengeance God, the wrathful God, the fire and brimstone. And then some people, they only get taught the loving God. God loves everyone and he doesn't hate this and he doesn't hate that. And neither are fully true because neither paint the full picture of God. He is all of that. He will bring some fire down here if he has to. And he is loving. And he did allow his son to die for us to be reconciled back to him. So he's all of that. So as you're getting to know him and his characteristics, you need to know the fullness of God. So, yeah, you're going to have to go to the Old Testament. Yeah, you're going to have to know, uh, know Jesus in the New Testament. So you're going to have to get to know your father. And if you're, if you're at the place, like, like I said, if you were like me and you're lacking the desire, start there. Start with, you know, a little devotional or something that's going to help to guide you. Many of guided studies. Like I said, we have free Bible studies that you can download. Start somewhere. Don't make excuses. Make a plan and set a system in place for you to obey. But understand, we're not supposed to stay at that little daily devotional 15 minutes a day place. If that's where you're at, amen, you're starting. Keep on pushing. But remember, he says to diligently seek him. So I don't want you to get in the habit of just checking the box. Now, to establish your discipline in him, you might need to check a box for a little while before you get, you know, as you're getting your discipline. But you're meant to move beyond that and diligently seek him. Ask those questions. Don't just take folks word for things. Dig in and get an understanding. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you revelation. His word needs to be made fresh to you. Dig into some things. The same scripture that you've read your whole life. Get new revelation in that scripture. Get to know your father. We can't forget to invite him in. You cleaned up. You prepared for the date and everything. And he's still at the door. You know, you, you know he a gentleman. He ain't finna just barge up in there. You got to invite him in. So invite him in. And begin to grow that relationship. Ask them questions. When you're when you when you make a new friend, when you start dating a new guy or a new girl, how y'all get to know each other? Y'all ask some questions. What are those questions usually about? Their history. Get to know the history of your father and ask questions and continually. Draw closer to him. There is no end destination with this. You're going to be continually getting to know God for the rest of your life. So if you get in that place where you feel like, well, I, I done read the whole Bible up and down. I know everything there is to know. No, no, no. No, no, no. Dig in and find something fresh and new. Continue to see another aspect of his holiness. How you think them angels up, up there um, all day just saying, holy, holy, holy. They're continually seeing new aspects of his holiness. His holiness is in everything. If you can't see God in everything, then you need to look a little harder. All right. So we're on get to know your father. All right. Third step, last step. Get in community. Get in community. Your same old friends might be the very product of all that mess that was up in your house. 
might be the very product (laughs) of all that mess. So when you look at who's surrounding you, think about a battlefield. Check the armor of those who are around you. If If there's no faith being spoken around you, if there's no peace being spoken around you, if everybody around you getting getting toe up from the flow up, check the armor. Check the armor of those who are around you. And that will give you an indication of, of maybe you need to get in new community. Like, do the people around you got their shield of faith? And the thing is, everybody don't have to have every piece of armor all, all good to go. You might have somebody who got some real good shoes of peace. They just mad peaceful all the time. Okay, I need them on the team. You might have somebody, they, they shield of faith, don't nothing rock them. Okay, I need, I need them to have my back. Their belt of truth? Oh, no, they be grounded. They know some truth. Okay, okay, I know to go to when, when I'm wavering on, on the truth and I'm getting the enemy is whispering things to me. Okay, I need them on the team. Their, shield, their sword? <laughs> oh, they can tear some demons up with the word. You need to look at the armor of God in your team, in your squad, or y'all all getting toe up on the battlefield. You can't all be getting toe up. Not all at once. Somebody got to be up. Pull me because I'm down right now. I need get me girl help. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need to get in community. If Jesus and in the in the fulfillment of his purpose was contingent on the disciples. Then why do you think you're meant to walk this walk alone? When he when he had a plan for you for hopes and a future, when he when he planned your life out before you were in your mother's womb, he had other people in mind with you. So don't come to God and then, you know, you cut everybody off and then you just, well, I'm good. I'm going to just watch my, I'm going to just watch church at home and I'm going to just pray and I'm going to just, you know, God know my heart. I'm going to just, I'm going to just do this thing by myself. That ain't it. You don't got nobody holding you accountable. You don't got nobody teaching you. You don't have nobody pouring into you. You got to get in community. You got to get into community. So just to recap the steps that we've gone through, first, we are going to establish our faith. Establish our faith. This is a great time to check your foundation. You didn't got everything cleaned out. Let's look at where the lumps and the holes at. Okay, let's fill these gaps. Secondly, we are going to get to know our father. We are going to invite him in. I wanted to make the point in Luke 11, 24, Jesus was talking about the unclean spirit that leaves Um, that leaves a man's house and he goes around looking for a place to rest. He's looking for dry places to rest. And then he decides to go back home and he finds it clean and he brings seven more unclean spirits. Why it's so crucial to allow God to fill the space is because the enemy will come back with a vengeance and you'll be worse off than what you were before. And that is according to the word. It is Luke 11, 24. Go read what he said. So he's looking for a clean place to go reside. He don't want to go back to no mess. I'm going to go get me a clean vessel. So don't clean that space up. Don't go through that whole process just for the enemy to come back with seven worser, (laughs) worser spirits. Okay. So we're going to get to know our father and allow him to occupy the space. We're going to invite him in. 
And then third, we're going to get in community because the community is going to be the system that'll be in place is a part of the system that will be in place to keep the clutter gone. We're not going, we didn't go through all of this just to get back in the same old spot. <laughs> okay. Don't fill your space with yourself. Don't let the enemy come back to occupy it and don't walk this walk alone. Don't just be out here. Okay. So I do have a surprise. <laughs> there will be a part four. <laughs> there will be a part four. Okay. Um, I thought it was going to be a three part series, but God has given us uh, one last thing to dive into. And that is going to be the blessing behind the mess. Okay. So I really hope that this bless, bless you. Leave a comment or review. Let me know how how it is blessing you. I truly pray that this was well received and that it really evokes change in your life, okay? This year is only gonna be the best year of our life because we were able to hear from him clearly. But in order to hear, we need to create that space for him, okay? So I thank y'all for rocking this long. Hope y'all come back next week for part four. Bye, y'all.